0: Good morning, everyone, and thank you for coming back and joining me tonight on Next on the T. What a beautiful night we're having here in Atlanta. Everything's starting to bloom around town, which, as you all can imagine, has me starting to daydream about the Masters. Have my Monday practice round tickets. My son and I, were counting down the days, 27 more until we're going to be uh, walking those grounds. As you know, it's by far my favorite place on the planet, one of the most beautiful places anywhere on the planet. Really want to get back out there though for the for the par three tournament sometime so my son can see Mr. Nicholas and Mr. Player tool it around that uh, that par three golf course maybe hear a roar or two from a few hole in ones so uh, that's still on our father son bucket list but uh, being out on those grounds on any day of the tournament is absolutely spectacular, and we are really looking forward to that Monday practice round. By the way, I'm your host, Chris Mascaro, and tonight here on Next on the T, I've got a wonderful pair of guests that I'm really looking forward to sharing with you over the next hour. First up, I'm going to get a return visit from Andy Bell. Andy's the president and CEO of Jones Global Sports, the Bobby Jones apparel company, Sun Ice, and Rule 18, a couple of brands new to the the fold that we'll talk about. We'll also get an update from Andy on how things are going just sort of in general. Talk about the brands, talk about, you know, the Bobby Jones name, how some of the the projects around the Bobby Jones name are going on. As you remember, the last time Andy was on the show, the Bobby Jones golf course here in Atlanta was going through, you know, a complete, you know, renovation, right? They've got a a wonderful reversible nine hole golf course that's going on out there. They've got a complex around it that's fantastic, sort of revitalizing that whole area. So, we'll talk about all of those things, and I'm sure a bunch more when Andy joins me here in a few minutes. Following him, I'm going to get a, uh, a visit from Jack Deal. Jack, you know, maybe as well rounded an athlete as, as I've ever had here on the show. He's a class PGA professional in the spring, summer, and fall out in Colorado. In the winter, he's a ski instructor. Going all the way back to his time in college at the University of Scranton, he helped them win a Division III National Championship in basketball. He was also on the golf team there as well, and uh, being from that part of the country, Jack is uh, an Eagles fan, as you'll see on some of his social media, so we got that to talk about as well. So looking forward to having him as part of the show, and he'll be uh, with me a little bit later on in this half hour. So folks, more great stories coming your way tonight on this edition of Next on the T. Thank you so much for tuning in and taking the journey with me over the next hour. And as you know, we are sponsored by the French Lick Resort. Let's hear a word from our good friend Steve Rondonero about what they have coming up up there.
1: Play legendary golf at French Lick Resort, the only place in the country where you can play courses by two Hall of Fame designers on the same property. Our Pete Dye and Donald Ross courses offer two very different challenges. Experience them both and save with our Hall of Fame package. Our two historic hotels are unique as well. Cap it off with a fun visit to the French Lick Casino. Check us out online at FrenchLick.com. Bring a group and save even more. Play legendary golf this season at French Lick Resort.
0: Yeah, folks, be sure to check them out online at FrenchLick.com to see for yourself how great a place it is and to book your stay as well. And folks, have you heard me talking about ClubHub sensors over the last few months? It's the best portable shot tracking and swing analysis golf device out there. Cuz other shot trackers tell you what happened, ClubHub's going to tell you what happened and why. Take the progress that you make on the practice tee directly to your rounds with the only device of its kind that can go on the course with you. I have club hub sensors on all of my clubs that screw right into the tops of your grips. And I can tell you, since I put the club hub sensors on my clubs, I've learned more about my swing and all of the data surrounding it than I've learned over the 40 years I've been playing the game. Because not only do you get GPS distances to the hazards and the green, but after your round, you can look back at the images and the layout of every hole of the course that you just played and see exactly where and how far you hit every shot. No other GPS tool on the market captures that and lets you go back and review your round the way the Clubhub app does. It's available online for Androids or iPhones, and the app keeps track of your swing of every club in your bag, your tempo, your angle of attack, plus a 3D view of your swing as well. And again, no other rangefinder can do all of that for you. Go over to clubhubgolf.com to order your set of Clubhub sensors today and enter the coupon code NEXT to get 10% off on all products. Again clubhubgolf.com enter the coupon code NEXT and you're going to get the best GPS and swing analysis tool on the market for a great low price and you're going to see your game in a whole new way. We're also excited to be partnering with the Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company. They are back with the same great equipment that you know and love without the retail markup that you hate. You can now buy premium Ben Hogan irons, wedges, utility irons hybrids and bags directly from the factory your prices your wallet is really going to appreciate visit them online at benhogangolf.com or give them a call at 844-53-HOGAN that's 844-534-6426 to learn more and order your set today please also check out our friend andy bell and the great folks over at uh, bobby jones apparel company by going online to bobbyjones.com their spring collection has arrived The Shift in Seasons is an opportunity to change things up layer upon layer. They've added some great details, fresh colors, new additions with genuine, enduring character. They make style easy. Find carefully coordinated outfits in a variety of colors and options by going online to bobbyjones.com. And folks, as you know, we've been partnering with Russ Holden and the great folks at Caddy for a Cure. One of the most unique opportunities in the world of professional golf is available to you through Caddy for a Cure. Spend a day inside the ropes with one of the world's best players as their caddy. It's a fantastic way to have the time of your life while supporting our wounded service members and Fanconi Anemia. You're going to get to walk side-by-side with your tour player, experiencing professional golf as an insider. And in addition to the amazing experience you're going to have, you're going to get a fantastic gift package from Caddy for a Cure, which includes Under Armour logoed apparel and an eyewear package, a tour-grade caddy bib suitable for autographs and framing, a 10-cup ball marking gift, Chefs cut real jerky in professional photographs of your day. Again, go online to Caddy for a Cure, that's C-A-D-D-Y-F-O-R-A-C-U-R-E, caddyforacure.com, to learn more. Now back with me on the French Lick Resort Guest Line is Andy Bell. Let me remind you about Andy's background. Here in this BA degree at the University of North Texas. For our friends who join us from over on the football side on our show Thursday Night Tailgate, the University of North Texas probably rings a bell because that's where me and Joe Green went and our good friend and former U.S. bobsled team member Johnny Quinn is an alumni as well. In the early 1990s, Andy was a sales director for Ralph Lauren. In the mid-2000s, he started his own high-end clothing company called House of Carrington. In the late 2000s, Andy became the president of Summit Golf Brands in Fairway and Green. In 2013, he took over as president and CEO of Jones Global Sports. In 2013, he took over as president and CEO of Jones Global Sports, the Bobby Jones Company, and now a couple of new brands, Sunice and Rule 18, which we'll talk about here in just a moment. And I'm honored to have him back with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Andy, thanks for coming back on the show.
2: It is my pleasure. Thank you for having me. So Andy,
0: I want to start, you know, by you know getting an update from you. It's been a minute since you've been on the show with us, so please catch us up. What's been going on with the Bobby Jones brand lately, and uh, you know, talk about the Rule 18 brand and the Sun Ice brand that you've brought into the fold as well.
2: Sure. First, I got to tell you, you make me feel old when you talk about all that history. when I hear somebody else say it, you realize the years have piled up um but you know there's a, <laughs> there's a lot going on actually it's uh you know i, I i'm uh have been a lifelong golfer in so many ways growing up around the sport um you know you talked about the the unt alumni uh, my reason for attending actually was Don january um and if you go back to 60 or 61 i believe they won the national championship in golf uh there and, and my time growing up in the dallas area uh, Don's older brother, AC, was actually my instructor. Um, and I worked for Don, mowed greens, Rick bunkers, worked in the back room, you know, kind of grew up like a lot of people do in this, in the golf business and, and did those things. So I spent a lot of time around the January family. So I, I kind of followed in those footsteps, uh, into the University of North Texas. But, um, you know, so the, the golf markets, it's, um, I, you know, there's a lot of chatter sometimes about is it healthy, is it not? Um, and, and I think it is. I, you know, I think it went through a period of time where, we had uh you know just this overbuild. there's just golf courses coming online and, and we just didn't have the capacity in the round so i think that's kind of settled back down but certainly in the places that that we um interact a lot of private clubs uh in the atlanta area obviously east lake the atlanta athletic club um places like that beautiful resorts like Reynolds, um you know things are good you know we we like what we see i, I don't think it's running away there's not crazy growth but i think it's solid and everybody kind of knows what to expect so Um, you know, with that, it, it, it makes, you know, the business not easy, but you, you kind of understand where it's going. And so for us, the real focus is from a product development standpoint. I think everything starts and stops with product. And so we've really been focused on, you know, what the technology, uh, is bringing. People like to talk about technology and equipment and, and the advancements there, which is, is very true. But boy, I can tell you in the last 10 years, um, uh, the changes that have come on the apparel side are, are amazing and the things that fabrics can do and easy care and all that stuff. So we, we've really, you know, kind of hunkered down and, and really focused on product development, uh, and a lot of new things. And then obviously you touched on Rule 18 and, which is a, a Bobby Jones brand and then, uh, the acquisition of Sun Ice as well. And, and certainly those have, have really taken a lot of time and, and energy and focus from us the last couple of years.
0: So expand a little bit on that andy you, you know what you you mentioned fabrics, right? because the fabrics that you guys have and that you use in your apparel is absolutely outstanding you know you go back to your point you know ten years ago. We didn't have clothes that feel as comfortable and as soft as, as what we have today, and certainly in, in the things that you guys put out. Talk about how that has changed and what people can experience when they buy a Bobby Jones polo shirt or your slacks or your dress shirts or, you know, your, your uh, shorts and,
2: and those sorts of things. Yeah, I, I think the big factor for us is, is we kind of come at everything um, looking for easy care. You know, we, we see the market. Um, you know, we I'm trying to think of how to say this. We see the market differently in, in some ways and that we, we're we not chasing it from an athletic standpoint, maybe as a, a Nike or Adidas. And actually that's what the Sun Ice brand does for us. So when we talk about performance, we're not talking about the performance that you need. If you were a professional athlete running track um, or skiing or some of those things um, that are really highly active. I mean, for us, Let's face it, a lot of times our guys, you know, activity is four hours in a golf cart, a couple of beers, cigar. Um, so we're not that worried about that kind of performance, right? Performance for us is is uh can I get to the clubhouse after, you know, humid day, not look like I came through the shower, um, take it home, wash it, dry it, easy care, not having to put a lot of iron on it. Um and that's what we feel or and what we talk to the consumers and all the feedback we get from our our direct business is, you know, that's certainly one of the top uh, features and benefits that everybody's after. So I, I think we all have a sense of what polyester was, right? I, I think anybody, depending upon your age, has a, a view of what polyester was at one point, and it wasn't pretty. Um, you know, no, there's, there's not a lot of good memories associated with, with polyester. And so we've uh we've you hear a lot of people change it now we talk about microfibers and we talk about tech fabrics and all moisture and all wicking and all these things at the end of the day it's still polyester but the beauty of it is today's polyester has come so far um and it feels so good and and it has those easy characteristics and it dries fast and it it allows um this kind of versatility and freedom you know away from a an iron and a washing machine and a dryer and all that stuff so uh, and that 's really true, kind of across the board you 're seeing it not just in in knitwear but in layering and and sweaters um uh you know certainly pants and shorts and so and and stretch too the other I think interesting thing that 's going on is how much closer to the body people are wearing their clothes and it 's not like ultra slim fit, you see some of that, but I think generally there's a move um towards fitness, and we 're seeing people feel better and just I mean, you can see it. If one of my favorite videos to watch is look at some of the, the Tiger Woods videos for when he first came out, right? When he was wearing that Nike shirt that drowned him um, versus looking at what he's wearing today. You know, he, he's kind of the epitome of that change. And so um, we've had to be really aware of, of how our product fits um, and, and, you know, kind of gradually move people and go with it. And the beauty of stretch is it allows you to do that and still provide a lot of comfort. Um, and so that that's kind of going on everywhere. You're seeing it. You know, most everything you pick up today has stretch. Even our our best selling cotton based product today has, you know, seven or eight percent spandex in it, too, which makes it incredibly comfortable. Um, so that and like I said, that's kind of um, all through whether it's, you know, natural noble fibers like merino wool or cotton or cashmere or, you know, performance fabrics in, in polyester and nylon and those things. You know, everything has this comfort and stretch built into it.
0: And Andy for for folks who who don't understand or aren't familiar with the with the delineation between the brands. Talk about you got the Bobby Jones apparel brand, then you got Rule 18 and now you've got Sun Ice. Talk about the differences sure. between those three
2: brands. Well, Bobby Jones obviously is is the, the heritage brand for us. Um you know, really born in 1989. Um and still connected to the Jones family. I I get to the opportunity to speak with with Bob Ford regularly about what's going on in in his game and kind of what's going on in the business. So the Jones family is still very much alive in in what we do um, today. And so Jones, to me, if if you look at the market, the clothing business, we see it in three silos. We see it in a in a classic space, traditional classic space, which is where I would put Bobby Jones. We see it in an athletic space, um, and then we see it in a contemporary, modern um point of view. And so Jones really is kind of that right down the middle of the fairway. Um very classic, very elegant, very sophisticated, you know, has kind of stayed true to hit its heritage over the years. Um, Rule 18 is a, a new take on Bobby Jones in that it gives us, it's a slimmer fit. It's a shorter sleeve. It's a narrower body. It's a shorter garment overall, um, can be worn in or out. Um, it's a very modern feel. Now, I I don't want to say it's a slim fit, but it's definitely a tailored fit. And the design aesthetic is, is more modern and youthful. It's not, it's not young. We're not aiming at a 25 year old. You know, that's not really who it is, but we are aiming at, um, a guy who just has a, a younger attitude about him or just has that modern sensibility. Um and we launched it a year ago, I guess, spring seventeen. Uh and it has been an, an incredibly fun journey this far and it's been been quick, really. It's it's been twelve months. Um but rule eighteen really gives us the opportunity to talk more about Jones as a man. Um and that's fun. You know, and so as we were out, you know, kind of telling the Bobby Jones story uh, to the golf professionals in the market and, and we've got a lot of young people coming up, um you know, working behind the counter, busting their butt in the golf business, who, you know, probably know Jones two weeks out of the year, right? Three weeks out of the year, which is now. You come up on Masters, as you touched on, and there's a lot of chatter about Jones, but a lot of those stories, um, the really good stories, in my opinion, get lost in that. Um, and so this is really a chance for us to talk about the things, you know, and reinforce that, that he did, you know, what he did on the golf course was amazing. Um, and I think if you put that through an inflation study and, and try to, to put it in today's period and, and equate it to what's going on today, it would blow your mind. But there's so many cool things off the golf course. Um, and so rule 18, if the story really behind the brand name, if everybody knows is 1925 Jones lost the U S open. Um, and he had called that he lost it in the playoff, but he had called a penalty on himself when his ball moved, standing in the rough, uh, stood over the ball, ball moved. And, uh, his playing partners said they didn't see it, the officials didn't see it, gallery didn't see it, um, but he saw it. And so he called that penalty. That penalty ultimately put him into a playoff, which he, he lost. And he was universally praised after that. Um, and that's that famous line of, you know, you might as well praise a man for not robbing a bank, <laughs> right? He said there's only one way to play, and that's by the rules. And so that was really the spirit of Rule 18. I, you know, we felt like there's just, there's so much – pardon the word here, but there's so much crap in the world, right? I think there's so much negativity and and there's just, everybody wants to jump on something and if anything good, we're looking for something bad in it, it feels like. And so we really wanted to build a community around um, this idea. You know, rule 18 in the rule book obviously is that rule about your ball at rest move. Um, so we wanted to build community around that idea. Um, that there's great things being done in the world by all kinds of people. Look at the kid in Iowa. You know the free throw, um, most consecutive free throws. Who missed it on purpose? Because he didn't. He wanted that that record to stay in the in the kid's name that had tragically passed away years ago. That's a cool story. Um, and that's kind of you know who are you when no one's watching, right? That's the big question: is who are you when no one's watching? And so. That's what we're after. Hashtag Team 18, this kind of Rule 18 community, um, because we, we really try to put a little bit of Bobby Jones spirit in everything we do. Um, and we think there's really something aspirational there. Um, and it really gave us a platform to speak to a younger guy um, that didn't grow up with Bobby Jones, right, that hasn't known Jones for the last 30 years like some of us. And it's been great because now, you know, before we go talk to these young pros, 25, 26, 27 years old, um, and they we'd tell them the stories about Jones and you know what he did and the degrees at Emory University and Harvard and and uh, Georgia Tech and everything going on and um, all of that. And they'd get excited, and they could really – you could see the energy behind it. And then we'd show them the product. They'd be like, that's my dad, right? It just wasn't them. It wasn't what they were after. Um, and now when we go tell those same guys and we're talking through who Jones was and all that, and we show them rule 18, they're like, I get it. And they can, you know, kind of participate in that and they can emotionally connect to, to who Jones was and and support it. Like I said, and there's a little piece of, of it and everything we do. So it's cool. You know, this gives us an opportunity for a father and son to be sitting at the same table, um, and have a conversation about Jones and they're both in it, but they're both in it from their own point of view, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, it does. So that's been incredibly fun. Um, and, and it's, like I said, it's such a fun story. There's, there's so many fun things to talk about. Um, you know, one of my favorite, I don't know if we talked about this last time was it, did I tell you about the, the time, you know, Jones time at Harvard? I don't know if we talked about no, that at all. Please. Um, but he was, you know, he's out of eligibility, obviously an all American at Georgia tech, um, and was going to Harvard for a degree in English literature. Um, and really wanted a Harvard letter jacket, right? Who wouldn't? Um So he went to be the team manager for the golf team, and they said no. And granted, he's the reigning U.S. Open champion at the time, Um, but they said no. They had a team manager. So uh in the Jones spirit, of course, he volunteered to be the assistant to the team manager, uh, which <laughs> they accepted. So the reigning U.S. Open champion was the assistant to the team manager for the Harvard University golf team. <laughs> so <laughs> it's those start. kinds of selflessness right it's it's that kind of selflessness yeah. um that i think is is a great uh you know great character trait and in, in part of what uh you know we want to talk about so it, it's it's really cool it, it's i can't say enough about it we, we're having and it's in, in a lot of great places i mean even some of the most traditional places in the world um our best partner globally um, in St. Andrews um, has a, a space dedicated to this. Uh, and obviously there's a lot of history between Jones and St. Andrews, so it plays really well, but um, they love to tell the story as well. So it, it's been good. It's it's a, it's a really fun point of view. Um, and then outside of Jones is uh, Sun Ice. And so, we you know, we talked about traditional and, you know, Rule 18 fills that contemporary silo for us. And Sun Ice really fills that athletic space. Um, you know, I want to say 1976 uh, was the birth of Sun Ice. And it was um, really uh, it, it's always come from a real active space of somewhat born out of the, the ski world. They've done the Olympic team for Canada um, a couple of different years. And so they, they have this amazing blend of science and style,
3: um,
2: very much known for its outerwear. Um, which is unbelievable, but also we've expanded into some other categories and layering uh, really all the way down, which I guess to, to short sleeve polos, which gets you to the sun uh, part of sun ice. Um, still very much in the ski business, um, kind of golf business, but r- a really versatile brand um, just across an athletic space. Whether you're out biking, whether you're out running, um, whatever you happen to be doing that's active, you know, we feel like this brand um, has you covered. Um, and there's just a tremendous technology story where a lot of what we do on the Bobby Jones side is, is isn't it pretty? Isn't it cool? Um, you know, a lot of what happens on the SunEye side is, here's what it does. Um, and, and there's a lot of story there too. So, you know, within our poly- portfolio, I feel like we're really well, well-rounded, you know, and as we go work with our retail partners and and uh, golf shops around the world, um, we have a lot of different things that we can we can do with them, you know, depending upon what, where they want to go and what they want to do. Um, so it's, a, I think we're in a really good spot.
0: And Andy, as you mentioned a little bit ago, right. With the masters coming up here in a few weeks, do you find that this is a kind of spike volume for the Jones brand now that, you know, more, more of a spotlight, people are you know, more nostalgic. They, they the, the, the Jones name comes up more over the next, you know, three to four weeks than it might you know throughout the rest of the year do you see a spike in uh, in sales around the brand at this point
2: we do yeah we definitely do um actually oddly enough we we received a little lift even this week um it's Mr. Stricker Steve Stricker is uh, a Bobby Jones ambassador this year um and had posted his first champions tour victory out in Tucson uh so that was fun to be a part of and and i you know we got some great exposure to the brand uh, out there, Steve's such a class act, Pink Stewart Award winner, you know, great father, great champion. Just, you know, obviously, he. we worked with him a little bit on the Sun side for the President's Cup outerwear. Um, and so we've got a little bit of a relationship there, and, and things in his world changed. And what, what's cool for us is that he, uh, here's a guy who had a, a choice, right? He, he's at a point in his career where the, what he wears isn't about money, it wasn't it's not about getting paid. He wanted to wear what he wanted to wear. Um, and he chose us and that's pretty cool, right? For a guy like that. So it it does, we do get a lift. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of chatter in the next three or four weeks. Um, and Jones is a part of all that. So we, we definitely see, uh, you know, the momentum, you know, our part of our mission is not really just selling shirts. It's, it's as much about the legacy of, of, uh, Bob Jones, Right. And, and who he is and, or who he was and, and making sure that that stays alive. So any opportunity for us to get out and, and talk about him, uh, talk about what he did, like I said, both on and off the golf course, um, we relish those opportunities because it's, it's, you know, part of our job along with the family and, and the others associated with it to, to make sure that he's as relevant today as he was, uh, you know, 70 years ago. Uh, 50 years ago, 30 years ago, and that the the USGA and the Bob Jones Award, that when someone gets that, everybody knows why, right? Everybody knows who he was, what he did, and why that sportsmanship award is named the Bob Jones Award. Um, So we, we really relish these opportunities.
0: And Andy, you know, I'm going to be out at Augusta National for the practice round on Monday. When we go into the Pro Shop, will we see new or different things from the Bobby Jones brand available inside the, the Augusta National Pro Shop?
2: We uh, Interestingly enough, we actually do not with the, the Masters during Masters Week. We have a nice relationship with Augusta National, um, but we are – the Masters Week, really, it's all of uh, the Masters products, uh, big enough organization very well run organization um and so i you know they do a lot of their own work and and we're not actually affiliated with master's week
0: wow i'm that's surprising (laughs) you know and and it's funny because when you say that and 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 bob jones for is is a a wonderful man he's been on our show a few times and uh and talking to him you know he's we're not we're not members of augusta national seriously Yeah. yeah he's telling me that you know the 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 Bobby Jones family is are not members out there. So that's two things. Now you, you, I would have never guessed one that he's not there and two that you guys aren't, uh, aren't doing some work with them. That's, uh, that's interesting. Disappointing,
2: but interesting. Yeah. I mean, obviously we, I think we, we both appreciate each other. Um, you know, we, we did for years, did a lot of, of work with them over the years and it, you know, just as, as their organization has evolved, um, you know, they, they went the direction they've gone. And so, Um, we, we appreciate them, right? I mean, that, that's the thing that I can say is, is we appreciate what they do. Um, we still, you know, we, we're there with our people and entertaining and we're around, uh, the club and Berkman's place and and the golf course during master's week. And we still feel very much a part of it. Um, you know, even though we're not active in the the merchandise tents that week.
0: Andy, just a couple more before we let you go. And and you mentioned community a little bit ago. And and one of the things that we talked about last time was the complete reconstruction of the Bobby Jones Golf Course here in Atlanta, which has a completely reversible nine-hole layout. And when I say reversible, it's not a par-three golf course. It's about 3,700 yards. Mm -hmm. Are are you able to give us an update on that project and the impact that uh, it's going to have on the local community here?
2: yeah obviously you know the ground ground was broken um i I think it's a big mud field with all the rain and moisture we've had here lately there's a lot of mud down there but it's well underway i think it's scheduled for uh, october november uh opening uh of the golf course and and it is absolutely going to be um a brilliant project bob cup design um yeah i think making the most of that space it, it was uh a difficult golf course, yeah, you know, I'm not even sure I would say that it was safe. It was, you know, cram 18 holes in such a small space. Um, you know, well, somebody was liable to get hurt. Um, and so I, I think, you know, obviously Marty Alderson has really led the charge on this and the community has rallied. They've raised a, a ton of money to support this uh, renovation. You know, the state got behind it. So I, I think it's an exciting project, you know, for the city of Atlanta, for Georgia, you know, ultimately it'll be the Georgia golf house, uh, our PGA section will be there. Uh, the Georgia State Golf Association will be there. The Georgia Golf Hall of Fame will be there. Um, we would, would obviously love to be there. Um, so it, it's, uh, I think it's going to be a, a great home. I think it's something that, that I think we, uh, as a community here can be proud of. I, I think there's a, a lot to be learned from how the space will have been utilized to get the most out of it. Um, Georgia State obviously has, has come in, involved in it. They're going to use it to, uh, is, you know, state of the art teaching center is going to be a part of their, um, project and, and a part of their program. So there's a lot of partners that have kind of come into this to really make this, uh, ultimately a really, really great spot and a great golf destination, uh, and unique. And, and I think that we'll get some attention from, you know, other places around the country that have similar situations where they have a golf course in a spot in the city where they want to keep it, but it's just, it's not, you know, the, the game of golf has passed it by, you know, the ball's going so far and all this stuff. And, and you, this is where you really see it. You know, you hear that chatter up on tour and you hear, you know, the ball's going too far and all of these things. And I think you, you see it when you see a golf course at one point that was relevant, but it, you know, it just had nowhere to go. Right. It's it's borders were were closed it couldn't expand there was no moving key boxes safely you couldn't do any of that so it really had to reinvent itself um, and i think that's what what marty and and everybody involved here has done so it, it's very exciting
0: and you know what one of the things that i always get a charge over is um you know mr jones's gravesite i go to yeah. you know, oakland cemetery at least once a year and uh and visit the site and the the hundreds of golf balls that continue to be laid at you know at his tombstone or across his grave is something that uh is is always uh, it's very special to me it feels very special to me to to think that how many people go there to sort of continue to pay their respects to him and and uh you know acknowledge him by leaving a golf ball on there do you guys get to go out there and, and take advantage of that as well
2: yeah, it, it's a part of my you know ritual every year. Um, you know, obviously, you know, part of why we're here. Certainly, a big reason why we're here is because of that history and, and everything that is here. Um, and so, as as we um, you know, as an organization, we we challenge our team you know with that every day, with you know the the, the ideals of him, those traits of him, that that character and honor and respect and all those things that go with who Bob Jones was, um, you know, we want that in everything we do, big or small, every decision we make, no matter where it is in the organization, we want people thinking of that and understanding that and how we interact with people. Um, we want them to walk away and go, wow, that was that was a really cool experience. Um, and it's because of him. So, you know, to, when we bring people into town or we have our, our sales organization in town, you know, those are all part of the things that, that we do. Um, you know, I've had Bob Jones IV come speak to them, and so they kind of understand, you know, what it means to be somewhat responsible for that legacy and, and uh, you know, their grandfather's – great-grandfather's name and their family name. You know, it, it's a bigger deal. You know, we're not just selling shirts, right? It's – and we're not curing cancer either. I don't want <laughs> – this isn't – you know at the end of the day we're not doing that either so i'm not trying to make this into something it isn't but there is this and it's not a burden like we don't walk around feeling burdened by this we're we're proud to carry this torch um because we just uh, it's like i said especially now there's just so much stuff uh in the world that you know, And the cool thing for me is I don't ever have to worry about Bob Jones going off on a Twitter rant, right, or uh, having a bad Facebook <laughs> post <laughs> or, or any of that. So you have to love that, right? Like it, it, I feel bad for the people that have celebrity endorsements and things today because you just never know. You're always – you have to be biting your nails waiting for something to go wrong. Our greatest challenge is that there's so many of the images and everything we see are of Jones in, in the 30s. Um, you know, in knickers and ties, right? And and the challenge is probably how do you make that relevant to what's going on today? Uh, but I'll take that challenge, you know, any day.
0: And Andy, before we let you go, speaking of social media, let our listeners know how can they stay up to date with all the great things that, that your brands are doing, whether it's online or it's over social media?
2: Well, obviously the, the websites are great, home base for all of this uh you know bobbyjones.com rule 18.com sunice.com uh you can you can subscribe there to each of our consumer catalogs uh, you'll actually see rule 18 as part of the bobby jones summer book for the first time so you'll get a good view of that and then you can catch us on facebook and instagram and all of those wonders wonderful social media things and we we try not to bombard people, but just keep them up to date on what's going on here. And, and especially on the Rule 18 side, um, you know, we're we one of those people that share the cat videos, right? We find all the really interesting, fun, great stories of people that have done some good things. And uh, we try to get those out in front of people so you can get a smile on your face every now and then. There you go.
0: Andy, thank you so much for taking time out of your night to come back and be a part of the show. Always love catching up with you and spending some time with you you're fantastic and uh, we hope you'll come back and keep us updated and join us again real soon
2: i will chris i i I appreciate the time
0: andy take care all the best to you and your family we look forward to catching up with you again real soon my friend
2: okay cheers
0: hey thank you Andy. again that is andy bell he is the uh, ceo of the bobby jones brand so a lot of great stuff there right you know first of all You know, keeping the legacy going of Mr. Jones. And then when you talk about, and, 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 you know, as you know, we are partnering, you know, with the Bobby Jones brand and, and we love everything about it, right? I mean, from the, from the look, the style, the feel, the comfort, all of the things that, uh, that, you know, that they put into the Bobby Jones brand. Really excited about the Rule 18. Brand, that that's going to be something that I know my son is going to be very excited to see. And, you know, as an athlete, as a golfer, as a kid that's, you know, developing and and doing a lot of things, I think that brand is going to be something that he'll carry on with him like I carry the Bobby Jones brand on with me but when you look about all the other things that they are doing the sun ice brand bringing that piece into the fold and then don't discount you know this golf course the Bobby Jones golf course and what they are doing to revitalize that you know the the course had gotten as Andy talked about it had gotten landlocked it had gotten old it had, you know it kind of fallen by the wayside a bit here but the revitalization project and what this golf course looks like and the idea that it's going to be a reversible 9 is absolutely outstanding and again please go online check it out on bobbyjones.com there's a lot of information out there about what this uh, revitalization project is going to be like and it just absolutely looks outstanding. I can't wait to be involved with it go down there check it out and those sorts of things. But uh folks, when you talk about an iconic brand, a brand that you can be proud of, a, you know, a, a brand that you you know wear in so many different you know styles and colors and and those sorts of things, the Bobby Jones brand to me is absolutely outstanding. And Andy, you know, he's a guy that you could spend all night talking to. So hopefully we get the opportunity to get him back on the show again real soon and and hear about more of the great things that they've got going on. Before I get to my next guest, Jack Deal, I want to give a shout out to a few of our sponsors. First, folks, have you heard me talking about the Clubhub sensors over the last few months? Well, it's the best portable shot tracking and swing analysis golf device that you're going to find out there. Other shot trackers tell you what happened. Clubhub tells you what happened and why. Take the progress that you make on the practice tee directly to your rounds with the only device of its kind that can go on the course with you. I have club hub sensors on all of my clubs. They screw right into the tops of your grips. And I can tell you, since I put the club hub sensors on my clubs, I've learned more about my swing and all of the data surrounding it than I've learned over the 40 years I've been playing the game. Because not only do you get GPS distances to the hazards and to the green, but after your round, you can look back at the images and the layout of every hole in the golf course and see exactly where and how far you hit every shot. And no other GPS tool on the market captures all of that and lets you go back and review your round the way the Clubhub app does. It's available for Android or iPhones, and the app keeps track of your swing speed of every club in your bag, your tempo, your angle of attack, plus a 3D view of your swing as well. And no other rangefinder can do all of that for you. Go over to clubhubgolf.com and order your set of Clubhub sensors today and enter the coupon code NEXT to get 10% off on all products at checkout. Again, clubhubgolf.com, enter the coupon code NEXT, and you're going to get the best GPS and swing analysis tool on the market for a great low price, and you're going to see your game in a whole new way. I also want to remind you about our friends over at Parbar. Energy and focus on the course is, are essential, whether you're playing you know, on tour in your club championship or just your weekend football with your buddies. Par Bar is the golfer's nutritional bar that can help you with both. Again, energy and focus. Eat some before you get to the first tee and the rest every three holes until it's finished and you're going to play with more energy and focus to win. Parbar was developed by a lifelong golfer and a food scientist to help all golfers play their best. Go online to Par bar Golf, parbargolf.com and order yours today.
2: This segment of the show is brought to you by the PGA Tour Superstore. See why golfers everywhere are proud to call PGA Tour Superstore their golf pro shop. Visit them online at pgasuperstore.com. Now, back to you, Chris.
0: And now joining me on the French Lick Resort guest line is Jack Deal. Let me give you some background on Jack. He is from King of Prussia, Pennsylvania. Started caddying at the age of 11 earned his Bachelor of Arts degree at the University of Scranton where he helped their basketball team to a Division III national championship back in the mid-70s. He was also a member of their golf team and the founder of their ski club. After college, Jack moved to Chicago where he started playing in amateur tournaments. He also played on the Space Coast Tour, the Tommy Armour Tour and the PGA Tour as well. After turning 50, he started playing on the Moonlight Tour. Jack has been a Class A professional PGA professional courses like Myrtle Beach National, The Landfall Club in Wilmington, North Carolina, Rhodes Ranch Country Club in Las Vegas, Legend Trail Golf Club in Scottsdale, Arizona, Crow Creek Golf Club in Calabash, North Carolina, and he's now the head golf pro at Rio Grande Club and Resort in South Fork, Colorado, and I'm glad to have him with me tonight here on Next on the Tee. Hey, Jack, thanks for coming on the show.
3: Good evening, Chris. Thank you so much for having me.
0: So, Jack, I got to start, and you know, we we do a show on the football side called Thursday Night Tailgate. And I know, being from King of Prussia, going to the University of Scranton, I saw some social media stuff where you're an Eagles fan. So I got to know where where did you watch the game, and what was it like for you when that last Hail Mary pass fell incomplete, and the game was over?
3: Wow, was that awesome? Uh, I guess I'm going to date myself. In 1960, I was. I was six years old and I went to the football game at Franklin field when they played Cleveland and it was still during the, during the, during the regular season. But, uh, that was, uh, since 1960, we haven't been there. We haven't been able to get it done. And we did. Wow. What a relief. And, uh, I wish my dad would have been around. Uh, my dad was a sports lover and loved the Eagles, especially. And, uh, We were hoping in 1980, we were hoping every year that they had an opportunity to get in. But this is just very, very special. What a special team. I think my favorite part of the whole thing is that there really aren't that many superstars on the team. And it was a team effort. And then when they all uh, were successful and when they praised, who they praised, that was a very special time. It made me feel really good to be an Eagles fan.
0: And, Jack, you know, I mean, you look at that Eagles team, right, and you talk about, you know, a consummate team. They had a bunch of injuries. Obviously, you know, the injury to Wentz. You left tackle Jason Peters, just to name a couple of guys. I mean, they had a slew of injuries on that team. So you get a lot of those guys back. You look at, you know, coming at this next coming season, they could be even better, especially because most of the NFC East, I mean, most of those teams have taken, you know, pretty big steps backwards. So you've got to be excited not only about this Super Bowl, but what you might see, you know, over the next couple of seasons as well.
3: Well, since you did take a look at me on on social media, one of the things that I realized was that the first time that Brady won, he was a, a, a fill-in quarterback. He, he uh, came in and ended up uh, being successful that season, and then uh, they won and started a dynasty. Could this be the same thing that's happening now? And it looks like they're, they're in a position to do that. Jeff Lurie with, uh, uh, Andy Reid had a good solid run, but they just never actually got it done. So their ability to put a team together, I think it's been pretty incredible. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the next couple of years, but let's just savor what we got. Cause you know, it's the NFL and it just like every other sport, if you don't get incredibly better from year to year, you can fall down and go back right to the bottom of the division. So we're going to love this one and hope that the future brings us some more opportunities. And, hey, go
2: Eagles. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Good for you, Jack. So, Jack, let's talk a little
0: bit about some golf. And and, and I read you started caddying at the age of 11. Who got you involved with golf at that age and uh, got you caddying at 11?
3: Well, I got into golf because of the money. Bobby Docker lived across the street and he went caddy and made four dollars walking around the woods. I was like, Wow, I gotta get into doing that. So uh I went to Golf Mills Golf Club, a uh, very nice private club in the King of Prussia, Pennsylvania area and uh got sent home because it had to be twelve. And I was such a pain in the butt that my mom she called, she wrote a note saying that I had my 12th birthday, and it was okay for me to caddy a couple of months before it was my uh 12th birthday, and I started caddying, and uh, I just absolutely loved it. I caddied for uh Lady Van Pelt every Saturday and Sunday. Quite often on Sunday after coming home from church and being a little bit late to get to the golf course, they'd be halfway down the first hole, and I'd be running down with the rest of the clubs because uh, – Pat, the other caddy in the group had uh, for Mr. Van Pelt had taken some of her clubs and gotten them started, knowing that I was going to be there on time. So golf has been extremely good to me. Uh, the benefits of golf to me have been that I learned very early, not only at home but at the golf course, that everybody's yes, sir, and no, ma'am. I don't care if they're older than me, younger than me, and that paid off in spades when I got into my Fortune 500, Fortune 100 background and then eventually into the golf industry. And I've just been so fortunate to have learned how to play golf and to have the people that were my mentors, uh, Leo DeGeezy, Willie Scholl, and the rest of the people that were members at, at, at Golf Mills and, and everyone that I've met in the game ever since, the gentleman, like, gentleman Ness, I guess it is, it just really excites me, and I'm very, very thankful for that. It's made me the person that I am today.
0: So Jack, let's let's go back to your time at the University of Scranton. You know, just right off the top, how were they able to attract you to go to school there?
3: Um, actually, the reason why I went to the University of Scranton was because Father Father Macalani Father ended up uh, coming on on. Uh, let me see, what was it, the uh, Memorial Day, before I were to start there, and he was visiting his sister. And he said, you should come to the University of Scranton. Next thing you know, I'm going to the University of Scranton. I didn't play in high school golf, so I started on the team, uh, like seventh, eighth, ninth man out of seven men. So I had to uh, work my way up to be number two, number three on the team by senior year.
0: Yeah, so when I looked at, you know, some of the, you know, some of the, you know, college stats and the, and that sort of thing. I believe you played for Steve Klingman, who was the head coach at the time, and you I guys did. had, you know, some nice success. You w- winning the Middle Atlantic Conference Championship in 75, 76 when you were there. Talk about that and some of your favorite memories from being a part of the Scranton Golf team.
3: Um, we had the the, the coach right now is Ed Karpovich. And Ed, to my knowledge, is the only person that's ever received a scholarship to the University of Scranton. And Eddie was a phenomenal player. He was our leader. He was, he kept it light, he kept it fun, and we just went out and beat everybody we played by as much as we possibly could. We were the team that showed up five minutes before it was time to play. Won the won the match and then was on our way home. But probably by the time the scores were finally being tallied, we, uh, we were a good, strong team. And Eddie was a phenomenal player. He went down to the university of Miami invitational, which we went down there basically just to get a couple of rounds of golf in and get a little bit ahead of some of the other competition up in Northeastern Pennsylvania and that area. And, uh, after three rounds, Eddie was like in the lead or one shot off the lead one year. He's just that good a player. Uh, he was given a a buy to the IVB Philadelphia Classic in, I believe it was 1976, and he decided not to take it because he just, that wasn't what he wanted. He loved that University of Scranton, the Scranton area, the Lackawanna County, Susquehanna County area, and he just, Really, just wanted to stay in that area and play in a lot of uh, uh, the the Calcuttas that were being played up in that area, and he just didn't have an interest in playing professional golf. But he loved the game; he's used it every day of his life, uh, and now he's a, he's the the coach at the University of Scranton.
0: Right, he's been the he's been the head coach there for what 35 years, and you know, to your point. You know, mid mid Atlantic yeah, champion, conference champion in seventy four and seventy six. So it's like, you know, he, he he uh all the things he achieved as a player there, and then he rolled right into to being the head coach and has been there for thirty five years.
3: Yeah, having trouble keeping a job, huh? Thirty five <laughs> years at the same place. He's 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 been good for the University of Scranton and uh, I'm pretty sure it's the it's a two way street.
0: So, Jack, when I look at you know the totality of your background, right, you played basketball, you played golf, you're a ski instructor in the winter as well, right? You you might be as well-rounded an athlete as I've ever had on the show. Talk about you know being that well-rounded—a basketball player, a golfer, and now and also a ski instructor.
3: Well, you know, from from golf, I've learned that my 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 one skill that I have is the ability to make friends and to. Build relationships, and when you have uh, a a bit of a background that that has you in different things, and I love sports and played in so many of them, that you you learn to learn from everything. I I was the, uh, and we won the NCAA Division three champs. I was actually not a player, but but the manager of the team, and I learned from every practice, and I learned from Bob Besswire and Mike Strong, uh, and I watched how they put the game plan together and how we went. Interesting thing about keeping score during all of those games was that I was never worried about whether we were going to be in the game in the last three minutes. We were always there. And most of the time we shined through and came through and winning. Uh, I think that same thing, same philosophy showed up in the Eagles where that defense was not successful in getting to Brady, but they just knew if they kept working at it, if they were relentless and they were, put their minds to it, eventually it would come, and it did. And, you know, that, that's the same thing that I've found that it's been in my whole life, whether it's been uh, a selling position, whether it's been teaching, or whether it's been uh, and playing my own, my own rounds of golf and the mini tours, is that no one swing is important, no one hole is important, no one nine holes, and maybe even in a four-day tournament, no one round is important. That's what you do in your career. And you just got to stay patient and go forward and, and be successful. And work, 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 and you get there.
0: And, Jack, you mentioned the mini tours. You played in some great events out there in Colorado. A couple of top ten finishes at the West Chapter Championship in 2016 and the fall membership meeting event at the Heritage Eagle Bend Golf Club last October. Talk about competing in some of those mini tours and then you know some of the things that you're doing now up in Colorado.
3: Well, the mini tours was awesome. I, in, in the at, at age 32, I decided to turn professional and head down to, to Florida and play in the mini tours. After uh, playing in the uh, P J Tour qualifier, uh, which which was a lot of fun um, in LaPlace, Louisiana, uh, and going down to Florida and having some people say, "Here's some money, and we want to see how well you can do." And I lasted three years and owned earned over uh, $100,000. It was really a lot of fun. Uh, of course, 3 years, $100,000 was uh not a lot of money. It Doesn't make you uh gainfully employed. And at one tournament where I shot 68-68 at the uh, uh Walt Disney World Magnolia, course, which 800 par would definitely make the cut and put you in a, a good shot right now for making <clears throat> 40 or $50,000 for the week. Instead, I got my entry fee in about $127 back. So I wasn't thinking that that was maybe gamefully employed either, that there are just so many guys that are just so good, it was time for me to move on. And I ended up getting involved in the sales of golf equipment and eventually ended up a PGA member working at different clubs. And uh, I wouldn't change my life for, the, for anything. I've, I've helped an awful lot of people enjoy the game. Because the game's been good to me. I'm glad that I've introduced it to them as well. And you mentioned, uh, we, we did pretty well. I think we finished sixth or seventh in the team event at the, uh, uh, meeting in the, in the, in the fall. Um, most of those teams are made up of the guys that know each other and the better players seem to congregate together. We were four guys that didn't know who was going to be playing with whom and they made the team up, and we just gelled, and every one of our players contributed. And I actually had a good day of putting, and we ended up playing really well, and that was a lot of fun. And, you know, that's the way this game is, is that you can do all you want to put the most solid team together, but sometimes it's just four guys getting together and having fun, and, hey, we had so much fun, we scored well.
0: And Jack, that's a that's a great point, right? I mean, this game can be very frustrating, right? But it it just the the enthusiasm in your voice and the way you talk about it and and you know using the word fun. How do when when people come to you for a lesson, right? Or you, you start playing. How do you make the game fun for them?
3: You know, whether it's teaching skiing or whether it's teaching golf, it's the same thing. Neither neither sport is really easy. And skiing can be rather dangerous, which golf can be, depending upon who you're playing with. But for the most part, skiing is a little (laughs) bit more dangerous, perhaps. But um, you've got to have fun. That's what gets you to come back the next time. So whether it's a game you play with a chip shot to go do something, you find a little something where somebody wasn't capable of doing exactly what you wanted, and you find a way by maybe communicating four different directions and four different ways of getting the same point across and they get it and the look in their eyes and the smile in their face and the high five you give them or they give you or and you just go forward from there and if you keep working at it within that half hour or one hour lesson you can get someone to have some success and that's all it takes is to build on that one success and go forward it's very exciting It's and it's extremely rewarding
0: Jack, talk about your home course, the Rio Grande Club and Resort. Talk about you know where it is, what it is, what people can see when they go out there and, and are, are uh, staying at that place, and then hopefully getting in some rounds of golf, or whether they're out there skiing. What can we find there?
3: Wow, what a golf! What a golf facility we have. The Rio Grande Club and Resort, uh, under new ownership last year for the first year, uh, has improved and built upon the wonderful land that they have. They've got nine holes that go down around the Rio Grande River and then nine holes that go up into the hill, up into the mountains. The beautiful thing about the nine holes that goes up into the mountains is usually you play a golf course that goes up into the – and that's it, hilly, and it's four or five holes uphill and four or five holes downhill. Most of the elevation change on this golf course is from green to tee. That's not to say that there's not some elevation change. The eleventh hole goes down and then it goes up, for example. But the thing is, is it, it's really a playable, enjoyable round of golf. It's not hit three extra clubs for four holes going up and then hit two extra clubs, two less clubs coming downhill. It's really an enjoyable golf course. Uh, people in this area have told me that, that 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 they feel that it's very much of a target golf course, although it's not target golf course like islands and peninsulas like we had in the Carolinas when I was at Crow Creek or when we were down in Florida. It's really, really a a fun golf course. It's in a quaint little part of nowhere. It's in South Fork, Colorado. Now, for those that don't know, South Fork, Colorado, picture the state of Colorado go to Pueblo, which is south of Colorado Springs, then head south another hour, then go a couple hours west towards Pagosa Springs. And that's where Wolf Creek Ski Area is, in between Pagosa Springs and South Fork, which is where the Rio Grande Club and Resort are. Uh, the facility at Rio Grande Club has a tremendous restaurant with, with, with dinners that are phenomenal um, and also some reasonably priced dinners as well, uh, open open for lunch and dinner. And we do some catering. We do plenty of parties, and we're looking forward to, forward to a very, very exciting 2018 with increased tournaments and and really getting the membership even more involved as well as some of the outside play because we are a resort
0: so jack let our listeners know how can they find out more about you follow you whether it's online or it's over social media
3: well on social media i'm under jack deal j-a-c-k-d-i-e-h-l I also have my 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 best girl has her favorite page under Fanny P H A N N Y. She's a pet. She's my six-year-old boxer. That's the love of my life. Uh, Rio Grande Resort. I guess it's Rio Grande Golf and Resort or Rio Grande Club and Resort dot com is our website. If you just do Rio Grande Resort it'll come up. If you do Rio Grande Club it'll come up and if then just put South Fork, Colorado, you can find all the things that we have going on for this for this next season that we're coming up to. We're going we haven't placed posted our our two thousand eighteen schedule yet because we're still in the middle of, of formulating some of the events. We have some great events, especially the tournament that we have uh, uh every September, which was Three rounds of golf, and I think it was two hundred dollars to get into it something we we didn't make a penny on it. We wanted to just give back to all the people that had that had been around the Rio grand club and resort, and we wanted them to come back and have a great time with us and uh we did we sure did we filled the golf course it was it was awesome so uh uh or you can give us a call uh nine seven three eight seven nine Oh, my goodness, I can't remember the golf. I'm so caught up in the tennis season, uh, excuse me, the ski season, that I'm not remembering what our what our golf, our phone number is.
0: <laughs> no worries. You know, you're giving us a lot to go on. So, again, it's the Rio Grande Club and Resort, I'm sure.
3: 719-873-1997.
0: There you go. Well, Jack, it has been great having you as part of the show. Again, I, I love I love the enthusiasm in your voice. I love the you know the aspect of making this game fun. And uh I hope you'll come back and share more of those kinds of stories and the things that you are doing, you know, with me again soon because it's been a real thrill having you as part of the show tonight.
3: Thank you so much. I appreciate it, Chris. Anytime. Right.
0: Take care, Jack. All the best to you and your family, my friend.
3: Thank you. Bye bye
0: that is Jack Deal and again it's uh it's the Rio Grande Club and Resort out in Colorado and he spells his last name D I E H L so Jack Deal and uh he's been you know a part of so many you know, wonderful things, you know, a lot of great golf courses that he has been a, a, a class A professional at, and now he's out there in Southport, Colorado, and I'm sure it's spectacular. I looked at it online, and uh, boy, the layout looks like it's unbelievable, and uh, it looks like a fantastic resort, and, you know, you, you heard all, you're talking about some of the other things, you know, food, you know, and uh, some of the views and the things of the way that that, that course is laid out, so go check it out online. All right, folks, before we close up shop, like we always do here on Next on the T, we want to remind you about our good friend uh, Jim Estes and the great work that he and his team are doing out of the Salute Military Golf Association.
1: The Salute Military Golf Association was created to provide rehabilitative golf experiences to the brave men and women who have been wounded while serving our country.
0: Yeah, folks, they continue to do great things out at the Salute Military Golf Association. To find out more information and how you can get involved, go online to smga.org. All right, folks, time for us to put a bow on this episode of Next on the Tee. My sincere thanks again go out to Andy Bell and Jack Deal for joining me tonight. I hope you enjoyed the show as well. Please go on Facebook. Give me your thoughts. Check out our page, Next on the Tea with Chris Mascaro, and you know, give us a comment. Give us a like. Those things are very important to us. Plus, if you have a question for one of our future guests or someone who's already been on the show, please let me know. we would be glad to get that question answered for you. If you go online to our website, nextonthetea.net, there's where you can see who some of our future guests are going to be. You can see a listing of who some of our more recent guests have been. Glad to get those questions answered for you. Please also check out our sister show on the football side, Thursday Night Tailgate, with me and my co-host, Bob Lazari and our announcer Joe La That show airs live every Thursday night from 8 to 10 PM Eastern Time here on Blog Talk Radio. That show like this one. Also available as a free podcast over on iHeartRadio and Podbean as well. On Thursday Night Tailgate, we're joined every week by five NFL legends coming on to share their stories about their playing days, plus insights into what's going on around the NFL now. We also highlight two players doing great things in their communities in our Spotlight on the Positive segment. Again, you can find that show online at ThursdayNightTailgate.com and this one, nextontheT.net. Folks, thanks for choosing to listen to this show today. We know you've got a thousand podcasts and radio shows to listen to. We really appreciate the fact that you are making Next on the T one of them. Until next week, hit them straight, my friends.
1: been listening to Next on the G with Chris Mascaro, where PGA and LPGA pros and top instructors and media members go to tell their stories. Join us the same time every Tuesday to hear more stories about the game we love, from people who love sharing those stories with you. It's all about the great game of golf. It's all about the great game of golf.